Hello and welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Grace Penzel. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Kayla Teal. I'm Stephanie Thompson. And this is a new year. We're coming to you fresh in 2022. And something that I want to do for this episode is get straight into it. No chit chat. No flack up top. We're going straight into Weed in the News with Kayla. Right. Well, I'm just going to kick off Weed in the News with a little recording. I have a clip from last weekend's Saturday Night Live from Weekend Update. A new, a new study finds that regular use of marijuana may disrupt people's sleep. That's adorable, said cocaine. <laughs> So it's a good joke, but I was like, I wonder, um, <laughs> I wonder what study he's talking about. And so I looked it up, and it's a study that was published by the British Medical Journal. And I found a CNN article titled, Marijuana May Make Sleep Worse, Especially for Regular Users, Study Finds. It's a common assumption among marijuana users. Using weed will help you fall asleep and stay asleep. Scientists, however, aren't so sure that's true. And this is a quote from a sleep specialist named Wendy Troxell. She says, This is an understudied but important area as many people are increasingly turning to cannabis products as sleep aids. Um, and she was not involved in the, in the study. But she said, But we really lack solid evidence demonstrating whether cannabis helps or hurts sleep. The BMJ Journal revealed adults who use weed 20 or more days during the last month were 64% more likely to sleep less than 6 hours a night and 76% more likely to sleep longer than 9 hours in a night, which is, you know, they say the sweet spot is like somewhere between 7 and 9. The study was done with 146 million people, only 14.5% of which were stoners. And yeah, that seems like a very small percentage of people. Right, and their finding is like, it might make you sleep less, it might make you sleep more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I went to the actual study in the BMJ journal that said, while popularly consumed for its perceived benefits as a sleeping aid, the impact of cannabis on sleep-wake regulation in the clinical studies is inconclusive. The purpose of this study was to determine the relationship between cannabis use and nightly sleep duration in a nationally representative data set. So basically, the study was inconclusive. However, the headlines are making it sound like there was some conclusion made about stoners having a worse sleep than non-stoners, like the title of the CNN article, I believe is dripping with stigma. Yeah, straight up. Not only that, I want to know who funded that article. Like, my conspiracy brain is going, it's the sleep aid companies going, oh, cannabis is coming after my customers, so we got to make them look bad. And I might be a crazy conspiracy head, foil head wearing nutcase, but that's what I say. Someone's behind that article and it's big, whatever that's, what's the sleep drug that everyone takes? Ambien. Ambien. It's Ambien's behind it. You know, I mean, it's not that crazy to think so. One of the reasons that weed hasn't been explored as much, I think, for pain purposes is because all of the opiate salesmen, you know, all of all of those opiate barons want to get their drugs into people's hands. So anyway, sorry, this is very, uh, I think, probably very political. <laughs> Maybe not. I think that's pretty straightforward, <laughs> don't you? I'm stoned. Yeah. It's also okay to be political. 
Yeah, it's okay, especially in the weed arena, because it has become and always has been very political since it was politicians who began prohibition in the first place. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that the study was inconclusive. However, the news outlets that reported on it, their main takeaway was the stoners sleep worse. And mm-hmm. by worse, some of them mean over nine hours. So that doesn't whatever. seem worse That sounds to me. nice. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Well, and I'm excited to, in a few weeks, we have two cannabinoid scientists coming on the podcast. Spoiler. Um, yes. Crossing our fingers, it should work out. <laughs> But they're, I've been listening to their podcast, which is called Smoke and Science. Um, it's a really cool podcast if you want to learn more about how the science behind how cannabis interacts with our endocannabinoid system. It is awesome, and I can't wait to talk to them. I'm still dwelling on cannabis substituting for big pharma drugs, and I actually have a friend who has been canna-curious for a while, but uh, hadn't tried anything recently and then has been listening to our podcast and expressed interest in CBD. And I gave her some Moxie's mints, actually, for the holidays. And she said that it completely relaxed her, these mints, and that she felt like still clear headed, but not freaking out. And that it helped her in a way that Valium couldn't, she thought, um, in terms of just her mindset being calmed, if that makes any sense. Like, not just the physical symptoms of anxiety, but, like, just a sense of peace. Um, So I think she's definitely uh, still exploring it, but I think a reiteration of, like, Moxie's Mints can be helpful. And this is not, we're not being paid right now. I'm just saying this. (laughs) Remember the story Bethany told us about one of her medical patient or medical customers? who, like, couldn't sleep their whole life until they started smoking weed and then they could sleep. Like, there's so many stories about that. And I don't think, like, people who have PTSD or any kind of chronic pain, cannabis helps those folks sleep. And I don't think that had anything to do with this study. They just took 146 million random people. There's just, yeah, they couldn't conclude anything because of the study. Right, right. Anyway, my next article is from the San Francisco Examiner titled, Soups Unanimously Approved Suspending Citywide Cannabis Tax to Help Businesses Curb Illegal Sales. So TLDR, San Francisco's been having this issue of because of their cannabis tax they have on their products, the illegal market is flourishing because they're undercutting the legal weed. And because it's so much cheaper to buy illegal weed, the legal businesses in San Francisco are suffering. And so the city voted to take the tax completely away to compete with the illegal market and drive up business. Yeah. That's uh, wild. Yeah. the In 2018, San Francisco voters approved a ta- the tax, and there was supposed to be a big increase on January 1st, but they're suspending that increase and eliminating all tax until the end of 2022. So they're trying to squeeze out the drug dealers, I see. <laughs> Pretty much. They're trying, they're trying to smoke them out, smoke literally. Smoke them out, huh? I see. If you think about it, San Francisco is the biggest major city closest to, like, Humboldt County, Mendocino County, where, like, the history of illegal weed sales was born in America, basically. Yeah. That sounds like that that scene is still, you know, that black market weed is still thriving in the area, and the politicians have had to take action on it. thought it was interesting. My next article is from Leafly, 
Leafly Canada, shout out to our Canadian listeners, I know we have several. The title is, These Brands Focus on Women, Weed, and Smashing Stoner Stigma. For Brett Heyman, founder of the accessories and home decor brand Edie Parker, smoking cannabis was something she used to do in high school, and same as most of her friends, until she met her husband, who had an ongoing relationship with weed, which made her more aware of how the plant factors into day-to-day life. Inspired, Heyman started exploring the idea of making weed accessories as an extension of her home brand. She wanted to create a cannabis-forward line that would speak to her as well as women like her, and thus the cheeky and playful Weedy Parker was born. (laughs) And the article continues to go on about how Gen Z women are the fastest growing market in cannabis with a 151% increase in year-to-year sales growth. They are followed by Gen Z men, 118% growth, and millennial women, 51% growth. Hmm. So because women are increasing their market share in this industry, there's starting to be more and more lifestyle brands that are marketing cannabis accessories to women specifically. Wow, that's awesome. I'm well, there for it. Take my money. <laughs> Take my fucking money, ladies. <laughs> and the article even touches on something that we touch on all the time. They say, historically, women have been overlooked in the weed industry. In pop culture, we see stoners portrayed by men, like Cheech and Chong or a slew of Seth Rogen movies. But because women are the fastest growing demographic for weed smoking, they're starting to be like, okay, well, how do we market our products to women? I think that's super interesting. There are popular brands in Canada like Alum, Verde VA, Blazebox, Shop Herb Life, and a fan favorite is Alum's infamous botanique robe. It's a reversible (laughs) satin robe that features an elegant weed pattern miles away from the classic weed pajama pants. And here's a picture of the robe. It's like this very classy, satin, cannabis leaf patterned robe. Don't Hmm. mind if I do. (laughs) I I I want to eat a smoking jacket. (laughs) Hmm. So that's that. That has been Weed in the News. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kayla. That was awesome. Oh, you're so welcome. I love the idea of having furniture or home items that have multiple purposes mm-hmm. like it's not just a chair it's also a bong or you know what I mean like that's an exaggeration <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean like you where can have it all where did this... it all happen <laughs> <laughs> there's this beautiful centerpiece but it's also you know something you can smoke out of or it has multiple uses to it, or it's like a little discreet ashtray, or you know what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that like stuff. it's like it's not just a refrigerator; it's also a dab rig. Thank you. <laughs> I saw a picture today of a bong that also had a cereal bowl attached to it, so you could eat cereal out of your bong and smoke at the same time. Oh my god, I don't know about that. Now, bong. <laughs> I feel like bong water and milk should not be anywhere near each other. I have well, a coffee mug that has a little weed bowl on to the, um, the mug part, the oh. handle part of the mug, so I can smoke out of the handle and drink my coffee. Hey, I might be being too harsh. If you, if you have that cereal bong, <laughs> more, more power to you. I'm, I'm, I'm a prude. Frankly, (laughs) it's pretty on brand for stoner chicks, I'd say. Fair enough. What if it was like like. a bowl that you could drink the cereal through a straw 
And then you also had the place next to it where you could like smoke the weed. Brilliant. Yeah. I think that's very realistic. And uh, TM, 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 that is now copyrighted and trademarked property of Stoner Chicks Media as uh, unlimited. As that goes as well as um, the Build a Bong store we want to start as well. That's oh, all yeah. trademarked by Stoner TM. Chicks. Yeah. Yes. TM. And my future animated short film, All Bongs Go to Heaven, also TM, TM. <laughs> TM, TM. <laughs> wow, we have so many projects this year. <laughs> and with that, stoners, it's time for a smoke break. Well, welcome back, stoners. We're here. We're nice and toasted. We got blazed. And I think it's a great time to introduce our lovely Grace because she has something, I think, spectacular prepared for us today. <laughs> yes, today I have something spectacular prepared for you. This is called Poetry Stoner. Oh. <gasps> Poetry stone. Ooh la la. Somehow Grace has disappeared and a very handsome Frenchman has replaced her. Oh. My name (laughs) is Chris. Chris. Sorry. Sorry. Let me introduce myself again. My name is Chris. Oh. Hey, Chris, get out of here. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. You don't want me here? No, leave now. Okay, madame. Oh my god, I'm not even married. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Um, okay, so I want oh, to do this with poetry. The show. <laughs> Encore! Encore! No, that man is never coming back here. Oh, I thought he was Aww, cute. I wanted oh, you to liked, date him. You liked Chris? You wanted to date him? I just wanted yeah. to make out with him once. Okay. I wanted to go on three dates and then follow each other on Instagram forever. Oh, cute. I wanted to sing French pirate songs with him. Aww. French pirate songs? Mm, what, how three. would, like, how, like, what would French pirates sing about? I don't know, but I met a Frenchman once and we went hiking and he sang a bunch of what he called French pirate songs to me. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what the lyrics were, but they were like, Okay. Wow, that does sound French. Okay, so um, as as my friend Chris said, uh, this is Poetry Stoner. And what I want to do is, first of all, reflect on... All of the poets that we had last year as stoners of the week. So just a couple of choice quotes. Uh, We had, of course, Louisa May Alcott from Mm. her perilous play where a guy who's selling them all drugs says, after you take weed... Your pulse will rise, heart beat quickly, eyes darken and dilate, and an uplifted sensation will pervade you generally. Then these symptoms change, and the bliss begins. I've seen people sit or lie in one position for hours, wrapped in a delicious dream, and wake from it as tranquil as if they had not a nerve in their bodies. So I just thought, like, hey, 
Louisa May Alcott. That's pretty poetic. I yeah. love that. What was that? Um, the delicious dream. But before that, what did she say? Where you wake up from a that you wake wake from it as tranquil as if they had not a nerve in their bodies. Yes, I love, love that. that. And then, of course, we have Rita Marley, yeah. uh, who yeah. uh, who said in her song "One Draw." So long I have been searching for a taste, looking all over the place. Not a thing could I find to satisfy my mind. So I came to search for the eye and see what the eye could do. And just like I said, you sent it straight to my head. I want to feel high, so high. So, yeah, uh, that's more poetry. Mm. Love her. And then... As we all can remember, Hildegard von Bingen. Who can forget that name? The stoner nun. The Bavarian nun. Yes. So in her tome, her medical tome, Physica, she said, Hemp is warm and grows where the air is neither very hot nor very cold, just as its nature is. Its seed is sound, and it is healthy for healthy people to eat it. It is openly gentle and useful in their stomachs, since it somewhat takes away the mucus. It is able to be digested easily. It diminishes the bad humors and makes the good humors strong. So, maybe not as much of a poem, but um, kind of poetic. It does make the good humors strong in this old gal. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, you miss Stephanie putting her thumb to her chest. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that stuff. Of course, then we go on to Miley Cyrus, who in her in her 2015 song, Do It. With three O's. She says, why is there a sun? And how do birds fly? And why is there a moon way up in the sky? Why there is trees? And what the fuck is love? And what is flying saucers watching from above? Yo, fuck, man. (laughs) Feel like I am one with the universe and all I need is right here. Feel like I am part of the universe and it's part of me. So, yeah, that song's about weed, and um, oh, wow, really? Miley Cyrus. I've been listening to a lot of Miley Cyrus recently. It's kind of funny. There's um, there's a lot of high thoughts in that song. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to bring it to the table. Like, why is there a sun? How? Why is there <laughs> <Well>. a moon? <laughs> and also, my favorite question... Why there is trees. <laughs> <laughs> I love that choice to switch is in there. Why there is trees. It might just be a typo on genius lyrics, but I choose to believe that it's not. Ooh, I don't want to know the truth unless that is the truth. The next thing I'd like to do is have some readings of poetry I found on the internet. And these are all weed poems that are uh, were mostly written on a website called Hello Poetry circa 2015. That was a good year. <laughs> was it a good year, Steph? That was a good year, I think. Simpler times. <laughs> Certainly. Um, so... I would like to have each of you read a poem, and if you'd like to 
put on a character, you mm. may feel welcome to do so. On a plateau, <laughs> by the seashore, sits a naked goddess, a dryad or a naiad. Mm-hmm. She laments a soft song of mechanical love. Bathing in the quiet night, the light, the diamond-bright stillness. She looks at me with sad eyes. <laughs> On a conch shell love boat, together we shall sail through snaky canals of the heart. Cool lapping water drips from her long seaweed hair as she sings for me. Um... Okay, so this next poems are 11 word poems, and I would like a reading of them. Phoebe, if you wouldn't mind doing these short poems. So the first one is Philosophy of Marijuana, 11 words. Marijuana is the herb of wisdom for those who are philosophers. Whoa, fuck, man, yeah. And now, philosophy of marijuana, two, ten words. (laughs) Marijuana philosophize those who are, seek the path to enlightenment. Whoa. Think Think about it. Think about it. (laughs) You're the biggest philosopher I know. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So this is... uh, Okay. So in this last one, there are asterisks instead of what I assume were supposed to be considered swear words. So maybe hello poetry is not very swear tolerant. But um, so I'm counting on you to fill those in uh, with um, whatever character you so choose. All right. Take a toke. Inhale the smoke. (laughs) This isn't no joke. I love this plant. Let's make a chant. All hail this incredible plant. (laughs) Marijuana is the best Fuck all the rest. I'll take this rest. <laughs> she rhymed wet rest and rest. I'm high while you lie. There's no time to disguise. So let's take a toke and hail the smoke, because this is no joke. Marijuana is the best smoke. Ooh, ah, yeah. Um, thank you so much. What was your name again? Caveman Junior. <laughs> thank you, Mrs. Caveman Junior. Um, all right. So yeah, basically, I just wanted to enrich all of our lives a little bit with some fucking poetry today. Um, and thank you for humoring me in that endeavor. My life is enriched. Grace, my life is enriched. My heart is pure. I saw an Ooh. angel of that, I'm sure. Oh, wow. Poet. Know it. Whoa, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I wrote it myself. It is not from the song, You're Beautiful. 
by <laughs> whoever that is. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for kicking off 2022 with us. We love you and are so grateful to have you in our little Stoner Chick community. You can find out more about us and what we're up to at stonerchickspodcast.com. We have a show that all four of us are going to be in this month, uh, Dubious Advice at Comedy Sports. You can find out more about that at cszseattle.com. What day? I think it's Friday, January 21st. Correct. Amazing. Yeah, so check it out. We're going to be fucked up on stage giving people advice, and then improvisers <laughs> are going to act it out, our advice. So Can't that should be wait. fun. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash stonerchicks. Sign up to get extra bonus episodes and gifts from us in the mail. You can review our podcast, which helps us out a lot, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And uh, Steph, what do stoner chicks always say? Let's get high and and write some poetry, man. <laughs> You're beautiful. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm high. That's right. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stonerchickspodcast. Uh, bye bye now. <laughs> <laughs>